You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric DeSobe here, excited to be joined by not one, but two of our 2020 NLC LA fellows. Michael Deegan McCree is here, as well as Michelle Sanchez. They're going to talk about the upcoming NLC fundraiser, but we got some more important and timely topics to discuss before that. You don't want to miss this episode. Let's get to it. All right, Michael, it's Friday the 29th. Uh, world is turned upside down even more than it was even just 48 hours ago, even a week ago, uh, with all the happenings um, across the country, but especially in Minneapolis today. Uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit about what you were able to do with our 2020 fellows last night. Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, having me on again, Eric. Um, unfortunately, it's again to talk about something that's really just stressful um, and and hurting a lot of people in the progressive movement. But last night, uh, myself and uh, another fellow that you had on previously with me, Sean Angst, we decided to open up a space for the 2020 class uh, here at NLCLA to um, just share their feelings around all of the current uh, pain that's going on, especially as it relates to violence against the African-American community. I feel like it's really important that inside of an organization that really um, holds itself up on progressive values and a mission to push those forward, that those who are leading those efforts also have a space to tell how, how the current atrocities against any marginalized community is currently impacting them. Um, I feel like in the work that we do on a daily basis, there are times where we have to hide some of who we are to be productive uh, and in, in order to communicate with those who uh, are doing the work alongside of us. And so that should not be what we have to do here at NLC, no matter what chapter you belong to. NLC needs to be a place and it is a place. It's proven to be a place for people of color, people from all my marginalized backgrounds to come together and and talk about what's really on their mind, how they're really feeling uh, in a place so they can be understood and heard. And so last night we, we held one of these places to talk about the violence against the African-American community, how you can be an impactful ally and what steps you can take um, to, to opt in, even if you are a white person and, and you have that, that white card and the ability to opt out. Uh, it was a really... Um, a really lovely evening with with our cohort. Um, a lot of tears were shed, uh, a lot of love was shared, and a lot of support was given, and and that was the exact intention, and and that's what we delivered upon last night. And then Michelle, one of the things I appreciated that you you followed up that conversation with was some really helpful resources for folks to have some tangible actions they they can take in the coming days and weeks. Can you share a little bit about how you put that list together? Yeah, of course. So one of my um, teacher colleagues, my, uh, we first started teaching in Boston, put together these resources. Um, like Michael said, many of us are hurting. Um, and so he put together these resources with other folks and on the lines of, you know, seeking justice means putting in the work, saying their names, sharing their stories, and first and foremost, taking action. I think um, that is really like the goal of these documents and resources. So we'll put it on our, on our it's already on our Instagram um, we'll find other ways to get it out to folks too, um, but just ways like what petitions to sign, you know, what actions can we take, um, whose positions do we need to demand resignations of, and so forth. And so I think just helping folks finding a way. I know for me in my healing, it's like 
I want to know what action can I take to support my community and to disrupt these institutions. Um, and that's one of the resources I think that other folks can can lean on and hopefully take action with. Yeah, thanks for sharing those. And, and thanks for continually pushing NLC to to make those things happen and give that, that brave space for people to, to occupy. We'll talk a little bit more after the break about uh, why NLC is, is now more important than ever. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We'll be right back. Yeah, one of the unique aspects of the 2020 class is typically this time of year, y'all would be prepping an in-person fundraiser for the chapter. That would be a time to get everyone together and celebrate and, and have some fun. Obviously, that's going to be very difficult and challenging in the rest of 2020 for in-person, but y'all have uh, really carried that mantle for fundraising for, for NLC chapter. Um, regardless, and I want to give you a little bit of space to talk about that. Michael, starting with you, as, as you thought about the ask and 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 asking people to support something like NLC during this time when when financially people are in much different straits than they were two three months ago. How did you put that together in your mind to to be sensitive to what's going on right now? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I think you know in in the very beginning of of our fellowship year, um, our our co directors of institute Maria and Elizabeth asked you know who. Who thinks that they want to be heavily involved with this fundraiser for <laughs> the 2021 class, right? And and I remember Michelle and I, like both of us, popped up right away, and we were like, you know, we would love to be the fundraiser co-chairs. Um, and there were there were other folks in our cohort that were interested, but ultimately it came down to the two of us. And I remember like. We high-fived and we were like super excited about having this opportunity to lead this, you know, very opinionated and very ambitious group of young adults um, to raise funds for something that we really believe in. Uh, and we got a really, really good, healthy start on finding location and and building a theme. Um, and then COVID nineteen happens, right, um, and totally changes the course of what our fundraise is going to look like. And, you know, we stayed optimistic. Um, we decided, you know, let's let's try to build a coalition of California chapters. Let's make suggestions to national on how we can still make this happen, you know, all, all the while not knowing what's going to come next. Um, and then I think we, we hit a point working with the, uh, with the board here at NLCLA of this, you know, real understanding that this is really going to be a challenge. And we got a lot of feedback from the fellows in our cohort about how worried they were asking family, friends, colleagues for money, right? Um, as you just mentioned, we, we all come from backgrounds and we serve communities that are the first to be negatively impacted by anything um, that impacts the economy in a negative way. Um, and so we we really had to dig deep and, and think about how we were going to um, allow NLCLA to continue to fund itself and make that same promise to the 2021 class. Uh, and so, you know, a brilliant idea came to pass um, from the concern of our fellows to um, me and Michelle being the liaison between the fellows and the board and the board's leadership deciding, you know what, we're going to tap into our alumni network, right? Um, what makes the most sense is to go out and communicate to those that NLCLA has already invested in and tap into that experience that they had 
and tap into the support that they have gathered throughout their careers since they were fellows um, and, and ask for their help, right? Simply say, this is really, really important. You know how important this is because you have been here. Um, we can't do this without you. And so along with the National NLC Legacy Campaign, which is just in the light of really making sure that all 50 chapters can continue on with the 2021 class. Mm -hmm. That's what we decided to do here is ensure that, you know, we can partner with those who have been invested in previously um, to ensure that more groups um, in the coming years are going to be able to have the exact same experience. And then, Michelle, as you've chatted with alumni, as you've, you've made fundraising calls or, or sent some emails, what kind of responses are you getting back from y'all asking to support the chapter right now? Well, I want to give a shout out to Kat, our fellow NLC alum, for helping us also going through with our alumni and just trying to understand also like how... Um, you know, maybe this COVID has impacted some alum and maybe um, like our, our asks. And so I think that that made me feel more comfortable as far as like knowing how to approach this. Um, I know that was definitely a concern of our fellows. Um, and so I think it's been an open response as far as like, yes, I hear you. Um, I think leaning on our alumni during this time of uncertainty for many of the folks in our community is our strongest uh, point to lean on. Um, because they get it, you know, they firsthand went through this experience, they understand many of them have, you know, taken different uh, paths in their careers, uh, to continue uh, with their different movements, whether it's, you know, in law or education and so forth. Um, and so I think that's, that's the community that we're going to be able to, you know, move forward with this. Um, and we've been, Michael and I have been very intentional about how delivering of the process and shifting with, you know, developments of, you know, with COVID and then with our, with our fellows and the impacts at, with our day-to-day -day job. And so we have folks like Michael, <laughs> who have like very experience with um, fundraising, and then folks like myself, even though I wanted to be co-fundraising chair, have zero fundraising experience to like this capacity. So um, I think that's why I think Michael and I worked really well to really cater um, to the varying needs of our cohort, and knowing that's one of the goals of NLC is to give us this experience to to really pull everything in that we've been learning these last couple of months um, within our program, and then carry out this 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 fundraiser. And so we've we've adapted, and I think um, right now we have our fellows have pledged to donate um, their deposits, um, and then many fellows have also volunteered to call, um, and some can't, and you know and that's okay. And so I think we're looking at you know, the success of this fundraiser in different ways. Um, maybe it's your deposit, maybe it's you sharing and posting on social media, whatever people can is valid. And I think uh, Michael and I just want to keep um, supporting our fellows as we um, are all focused on supporting NLC because I think, you know, we see the value in it and we don't want other folks um, who are looking for opportunities like this to grow their leadership, to not be able to participate, um, you know, with recent, post by uh, the current president, it's like those are more just signs, right, that we need to increase our, our progressive leadership to advocate uh, for for those in need. And then Michael, for, for those that are inspired by what y'all are saying, what's the best practical way for them to support you? Well, you know, 
there the, are there yeah, places yeah. to go? How can I give you all my money, Michael? Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, know what? <laughs> you know what, Eric? Anytime you want to give us your money, you can you can go ahead. Venmo, uh, Cash App, all of it. Yeah. yeah, if you just go to the NLCLA website, um, there's a link uh, where you can donate funds. Um, you can even go on the NLCLA Instagram and write in the bio. The link is sitting right there. Many of the fellows have the link inside of uh, their personal Instagram bios as well. And, you know, I want to give a shout out to the NLCLA community at large already. You know, for years, NLCLA has provided a safe and really inclusive space for progressive leaders to come to the table and make these changes. Um, and like, that's, that's what this money is for, right? That's where this money is going. And, you know, we just started the outreach for our campaign last week. And in the first week we raised almost a thousand dollars. Um, and that was strictly based off of our social media campaign and NLC LA alums answering Mm -hmm. the call. Right. And I think that speaks volumes to the dedication and the investment I'm not only NLC LA in fellows and its alums, but also that that same investment has been reciprocated. So please go to the website. Please go to the NLC LA Instagram. Um, click on that link, and really anything helps, right? Any donation that you can give from five dollars to a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars, whatever you are able to invest in NLC LA is going to go a long way. And I'll just say it's with newleaderscouncil.org slash forward slash support Los Angeles. Love it. We'll make sure to put all that info in the description for the episode. Thanks for all you're doing. And, and when you signed up in January, I, I didn't expect you thought you'd be here, but we're so glad <laughs> that you are the ones leading the charge on this and making sure that future classes can exist and enjoy the, the same experience that y'all have. Thanks so much for that. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all past episodes. There's been a lot dropped in the last two, three weeks. Get those all the places you find your podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple or Google. Check them out. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.